Hello, and thank you for listening to Jollyville Radio, which is made from all-natural concentrated apple juice and 10% real podcast. I'm your host, Jimmy Piecrust, coming to you live from the Purple Street Studios of KJVR. Today, the old-fashioned cooking show gets a newfangled visitor, and Aaron Sparks takes us to the red carpet premiere of the Brothers Burfield. On Community Beat, Uncle Asar interviews our friend Bob Don, host of the podcast Bob's Short Story Hour, about mental health and resiliency during quarantine. (laughs) Can you believe it, Jollyville? This marks our 20th episode. We can't thank you enough for how much love and support you've shown to the project. It really means the world to everyone involved. If you're enjoying Jollyville Radio, there are plenty of ways that you can support future episodes, too. Of course, you can always subscribe, rate, leave a comment, review, or otherwise share our show with those around you. We also have Jollyville Radio stickers for sale on our website, and coming soon we'll be announcing our Patreon, where you can financially support the podcast directly. Now... You should know, we're going to be taking some time off from our regular episodes in December, but we'll still be putting out weekly content for you. We have some behind-the-scenes conversations, a couple unedited Community Beat interviews, and a very exciting Christmas special coming your way. But for now, let's start the show after a message from our sponsors. At Jollyville Audiology... We take your hearing seriously, and we think you should too. Whether you're trying to protect yourself from hearing loss or accusations of selective hearing loss, we can help you with evaluations, recommendations, and equipment. We offer a 10% discount on all services and equipment for musicians. And as a public service, we provide completely free assessment and fitting of basic hearing aids for anyone who brings in bagpipes for proper disposal. Don't leave your hearing at risk another minute. Book an appointment now for a free initial consultation at Jollyville Audiology. What'd you say? I'm Carrie Gardner of the Turkeys and Icing Sports Show here on KJVR. We'll be kicking off the new year with coverage of the 10th annual Wild World of Monster Trucks at the Jollyville Exposition Center. Be sure to tune in. KJVR is sending Spoopy the Boop and Chauncey to cover the event, but you'll definitely see me there. Supportive, structural, Bracing, announcing the all-new line of luxury window sills by the designer Robert Cheerful. Jollyville Radio sends a shout out to Latrobe, Pennsylvania, population seven thousand eight hundred and eighty-five. How y'all doing? Hi, this is Bob from Bob's Short Story Hour, a podcast that features an eclectic array of short story recitations from both classic and contemporary authors, as well as occasional interviews and discussions about both. You're listening to Jollyville Radio, right here on KJVR. KJVR. 
of our old-fashioned cooking show. It's me, your very own Kitty Westlake. And I'm Aunt Susie. And with all the things going on this year, why, 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 it's just over the top. So we've decided for today, we're going to focus on one of the wonderful and timeless traditions, the gingerbread house. With so much of our lives just changing like a whirlwind, it's so comforting to do something like this that has really stayed pretty much the same for a hundred years. And today, to make the episode even more special, we are presenting it from the home of our very young friend, who is super really excited about learning the classic skills for making gingerbread houses. Well, that's an awful lot of technical mumbo-jumbo, but I do think Susie and I will be able to translate it for all of our listeners out there. Kitty, it is just so gratifying to have youthful interest in such a traditional activity. I'll say. Well, it all starts with a gingerbread dough. You want a stiff dough for structural integrity, and it always helps to chew it for at least 30 minutes before you start rolling it out and cutting it into your shapes. And speaking of shapes, you folks at home, don't forget to have your paper shape templates prepared before you get started. Oh, now, well, our young friend has just offered to get the custom shape cutters prepared on the family's 3D printer. They have 10 different sets ranging from basic doghouse to grand Hollywood mansion. Oh, my, my, my. Does that say 83? Like, eight three pieces? Uh-huh. Maybe we should opt for Cozy Cottage instead. Okay. Wow, these custom cutters really work in such intricate shapes for some of the pieces. My, oh my, we would have had trouble doing that with clumsy paper templates. Oh, that's for sure, Susie. Now, you bake your shapes at 375 degrees for about 15 minutes. Now, we'll have to take a break and come back after the shapes have cooled. Now, did you say there's a liquid nitrogen chiller plate we can use to have these shapes all cooled in under a minute? Well, I never imagined. My goodness gracious, what a time saver that is. And it's a good thing too, Susie, because the next step of hand piping the decoration onto the pieces can be ever so time consuming if you want to get that really professional looking result. No, 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 no. Apparently, that 3D printer thingamajiggy can be loaded up with icing hoppers and can have all of the pieces decorated in no time whatsoever. Now, what do you think of that? 
Oh, now, now, now. Don't worry about that, my young friend. A few extra minutes compared to a dedicated food printer won't be any trouble whatsoever. In fact, we can productively use the time to whip up our batch of thin icing. We'll use it for glue to hold the pieces together as we assemble the house. It can be a little tricky to get the consistency right, but after you've done it as many times as we have, it kind of just becomes second nature. Well, it does make sense. Instead of thin icing, we can use cylinders of isomalt preformed on the 3D printer and a regular hot glue gun to have precision control of the entire gluing process. That makes the whole assembly process go like lightning. Even attaching those tricky candy shingles and those gumdrop icicles, why, it's just simply a breeze. So amazing, Kitty. We've managed to create this masterpiece in about half the time we expected. And if I say so myself, Susie, it looks better than anything I can ever remember we've done before. Well, sure, why not? We've got plenty of time to read you folks at home some of Winnie the Pooh. Thanks to all of y'all for listening to the Old Time Cooking Show. Let me just remind you, you're listening to KJVR Jollyville Radio. Goodbye now, y'all, and do stay away from my lasagna recipes. Hi, this is John, and I'm the host of the podcast Fado, an audio adventure into fantasy, folklore, and fairy tales. And you're listening to KJVR, Jollyville Radio. Hey friends, it's Aaron Sparks, Jollyville Radio's very own lifestyle reporter. I'm so excited about what I'm getting to share with you today. I'm currently on the red carpet for the season two premiere of the highest ranked weekly daytime television show on Jollyville's local network. That's right, the Brothers Burfield. And I won't just be standing on this red carpet. I will literally be standing next to and speaking with the stars themselves. So Stay tuned for exclusive interviews and more. I don't know if I can bear it. It looks like we have an avid fan of this show waiting to catch a glimpse of their favorite actors. Uh, excuse me, I'm Erin Sparks with Jollyville Radio. Can you tell me what you're most excited for tonight? Well, well, yes. I tell you, my heart is about ready to beat right out of my little chest. I tune in every week to catch the Brothers Burfield, and I tell you what, I never, ever, ever thought I'd be an arm's length away from the brothers themselves. And to think one of them may have poisoned Grandma Burfield and is still at large. Oh, can you believe they let those two out in public for the premieres? Why, why, I think they'd be keeping potential murder suspects much closer to home. 
I'm sorry. I think I misheard. You do know that the celebrities we're here to see tonight are actors, not actually people named Burfield, right? Oh, bless you, child. You see, the Brothers Burfield is a soap opera, not a silly little TV show. Cameras follow these people around their everyday lives, and they catch it all on film. Though somehow, somehow they didn't catch the murder itself, which, as you can imagine, leaves us all guessing and utterly breathless with suspense. Mm. <laughs> How do I say this? But I think you're thinking of reality TV, which equally valid as an art form, but is totally different than a soap opera. Now listen here, young lady. You may have yourself a great big microphone to fit your great big mouth, but obviously you need to do yourself just a tad bit more research before you go off trying to report an event. Great. Thanks for your time. This has gotten awkward and I'm going to back away now. Have a nice day. Oh, thank goodness. It looks like the cast is starting to arrive. First up, Looking like two tall, dark, and handsome peas in a pod are the real-life twins who play the iconic Brothers Burfield. Excuse me, excuse me, Brothers, Aaron Sparks, Jollyville Radio, may I say you are looking fantastic tonight. Thank you. We work out. And eat very healthy. Ooh, well, it's clearly going well for you. Any tips or tricks for our listeners you'd be willing to share? Steer clear of tomatoes. <laughs> Good one, brother. You totally got me there. Such a killer sense of humor. I'm guessing you can't give us any spoilers for this season. We're all on the edge of our seats. Sadly, we'd be breaking the rules of our contract. And I'd like to return for a third season. You'll just have to tune in Thursdays and find out. Absolutely. Will do. Thanks ever so much for your time. Whew, Jollyville listeners, what an exciting night we're having so far. And oh my, who is this stepping out of the next limo? It's gotta be, yes, Grandma Burfield, played by the incomparable Rita Ramone. Rita, Rita, over here. Hello to all my fans. Uh, no autographs, please. You can contact my agent. No, 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 no. It, why, it can't be. I know I, it may be hard to believe, but I do care about my fans. But, 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 but really, 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 you died. I, 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 I can't. What? I didn't die. I'm right here. Oh, my. She's fainted. Somebody called the paramedics. It could be poison. Stand back, people. Give her some air. Are you all right, ma'am? Here, take my hand. Did I just die and go to heaven? Could this be heaven? Oh, my. Well, Jollyville, it looks like all's well that ends well, and our avid fan is unexpectedly living a dream come true. I guess it was too much to ask for a drama-free anything with the brothers Burfield in attendance, but maybe our handy takeaway for today is don't confuse a scripted television show with reality TV. For Jollyville Radio Lifestyle, I'm Marin Sparks.
Let me take you back, back to a time of innocence, a time before television, a time where the whole family would gather around the radio to listen to their favorite radio program. Anything from Fibber McGee and Molly to Jack Benny. So let me take you back in an old time radio comedy time machine. Available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and YouTube, or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. This is Jollyville Community Beat with Uncle Asar, turning the spotlight on good people doing great work in the real world. Hey, hey, we got some heavy knowledge coming our way. Bob Dawn, a psychiatric mental health nurse practitioner based in Northfield, Minnesota. He's given us the lowdown on preserving and strengthening our mental health during crises and general changing times. How's it going, Bob Dawn? And welcome to Community Beat. Hey, thanks for having me, Uncle Asar. Um, I'm doing I'm doing all right. You know, I've had some ups and downs through the last uh, several months, but it's leveling out the more we go forward. You know, I'm doing good. That's great. Bob, in what ways has COVID-19, the social distancing, the isolation, the fear and uncertainty, how has it affected our mental health well-being? I think a way that I've kind of tried to describe this simply uh, when I've been thinking about it. it. I think everybody, whether whether they feel like they've had some mental illness in their life or not, took kind of a step back on the, on the mental health game board that they have in front of them. Um, it, 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 it's just something that like any crisis or any, any uncertain times uh, causes some stress and, and can make you feel down and just being the social flock animals that we are um, isolating ourselves is very difficult for us. And, and um, a lot of us really aren't in as good a touch with our emotions and, and things as we would like to believe. And um, something like this affects us in ways that we would never expect. So just collectively as a group and as individuals, I think a lot of people have, have really struggled. Um, and, a lot of what I think I've seen is people have found a lot of really wonderful ways to reach out and connect and to try to overcome them. So now that we know we're all messed up, what are some positive ways to deal with the negative psychological effects? Um, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of really cool things that I've seen. Um, one of the prime examples would be what we're doing right now. Um, this type of creative collaboration uh, you know, from what I know of, of your program, you guys are a group that came together uh, during all of this to try to spread positivity and health and wellness throughout the world by um, making people happy and giving them some form of entertainment. And that has a, a really wonderful effect on the people who are involved in it and the people that listen to it, the people that engage in um, looking at, watching, listening to the types of art that people are putting out. Um, it's really helpful. So that's one small thing. Um, and I've seen a, just an unbelievable amount of that kind of stuff. People just engaging with their extra time uh, alone in creative things that they wouldn't have done otherwise. Um, I've had a lot of my patients talk to me about that kind of stuff, how that one 
area has been what's really helped them through some of the darker times. Um, and they've seen a lot of personal growth from it. Another thing is um, we can look at certain aspects of the big faceless, nameless uh, companies that sometimes we see as these ominous, scary, you know, entities that might not have our best interest in mind. We see them pull through and do really wonderful things for us as well. I mean, in my profession in particular, uh, of all the advanced practice providers, psychiatry was one of the few that historically in the United States has not been able to see people remotely. They just didn't allow it. And it's kind of strange because we don't do a lot of physical assessment or anything. We don't really have to be in a room with people to do what we do. Um, but Medicare, Medicaid, other insurance payers that base their plans off of them, they just didn't allow it. But right away, um, when shutdown started back in March and things like that, they've just made a kind of split second decision and just said, forget about all that. You can go ahead and just see people remotely now. We need it. Everybody needs it. Let's just do that. And so there's been a lot of changes similar to that. That's a very nuanced one, but many things like that that have allowed us to reach out in ways that we wouldn't have been able to before. And it's been really wonderful to see um, the positive effects of that, right? Because I can see people all over the place now that might not have even been able to get care before because there wasn't any place in their town. So it's pretty cool. Now, how would we recognize some depression within ourselves if we don't have a physician to point it out to us or something like that? That's a really good question because I think depression doesn't look like how a lot of people think it does. Like it's not just feeling sad. Um, it's, it's, it's really counterintuitive. It's things like not sleeping very well, um, finding that you're not able to keep up a routine like you did before. It's feeling irritable, um, feeling kind of hopeless and um, just not handling the same kinds of stressors, or even if it's a little bit more, you know, a few extra stressors, just finding yourself kind of twirling around in your own head, not able to pick a direction, not able to make a decision. Um, sometimes it looks like sleeping more, you know, you might just find yourself tired, fatigued every day and in bed more than you'd like to be not able to do the like simple tasks in front of you. That's kind of what depression looks like. Um, it, it's, it's not just crying and being sad. Um, it, it's a lot different than that. And so I think a lot of people don't notice it when they're feeling it themselves. Do we need to wait? on a traumatic event. I mean, we're all experiencing trauma through COVID-19, but we need to wait on a traumatic event to, I guess, make sure that we are healthy mentally. That's a, that's a, another really good question. And there are probably multiple ways of addressing that. It's also a very difficult question um, because the best way to approach trauma is different in every situation is different with levels of trauma and it's different with different people. You know, one of the best things that we could probably do is just continue to try to check in on each other. Like, how are you doing? Um, and if somebody says good, challenge them. Just say, really? Are you just saying good because that's like our saying hi? Like, no, how are you really doing? Cause I'm not, you know, share with them. I'm not doing good. 
here's what's going on with me. I'm really sad because I can't go and see Mike and, and I want to, and it makes me sad. I want to give somebody a hug and I haven't hugged anybody for six months, you know, um, and just sharing that and, and trying to make it more normal uh, by, by example, just, just saying, Hey, it's okay to not be okay. Here's how I'm not okay. And I think that can kind of spark conversations and we can really just as humans be therapeutic to each other and, and, and try to just live therapeutic lives and, and work through some of that together. This has been Jollyville Community Beat with Uncle Asar. I had a much longer conversation with Bob Dawn, and we're excited to share part two with you during our next full episode in January. Dig this. No one can do everything, but everyone can do something. Peace. The creative team of cast and writers behind Jollyville Radio includes Uncle Asar Alcabalon, Emily Antonick, Lizzie Brister, Michael Crosa, Michelle Darcy, Richard Dayries, Brian Green, Alan Kay, Susanna Kay, Pilar Kepperda, Robert Leary, Brian Routson, Thomas Schlitt, Michael Stanley, Matt Waite, and Kay Wise. The recording was made in accordance with social distancing. Help us spread the word about Jollyville Radio. Tell a friend, post on social media, and be sure to subscribe to get updates about new episodes. You can find us on the web at jollyvilleradio.com or on Facebook and Instagram at Jollyville Radio. Jollyville Radio is directed by Michael Croso with lead editing provided by Dr. Monse Santian and social media help from Amy Costa. Jollyville Radio is a production of Jollyville Brass Quintet, member of Austin Creative Alliance. We are based in Austin, Texas. For KJVR in Jollyville, I'm your host, Jimmy Piecrust. We'll see you next time on Jollyville Radio. Proud member of the Podnuga Network.